Okay, let's jump into the DM, man. How you doing today? My name is Isaac, and I have my brother here with me. Yo, yo, Jerron, what's up, what's up? Man, and we're going to talk about Parent Trap is the title for today. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about uh, parents and uh, just kind of their effects on uh, our relationships now, uh, our relationships as a whole. Uh, so, um, and then we're going to talk about some generational curses and generational cycles and how to break those. And um, so we're going to touch on a little bit of that today. Uh, but we did have some very exciting news coming up for the future. Did you want to announce that? Well, I guess until we fully well, should. Yeah, yeah, we haven't yeah. secured it yet. So yeah, yeah, just know that there's something great coming down the pipeline. We work, so we work. For so. all our people, Oklahoma City and the larger world. Mm-hmm. Um definitely be interested in this and just be a part of our wealth segment uh that will be coming up uh soon so definitely check that out um do we want to mention sponsors or anything uh batch one still remember it's out there uh smooth as ever uh express liquor off northwest expressway right off the council uh yeah and they are continuously growing i think now they're going to be inside of louis uh the one off of northwest expressway Lakeside, hopefully it's coming soon, and I've already forgot the other location, so I'm getting rusty in my old age. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. So we'll jump in, man. Um, I know when it comes to parents, man, this can, this can be a sensitive subject for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will give a disclaimer. Uh, not talking about anybody's parents, <laughs> yeah. um, but it is a fact of the matter. I think sometimes, uh, especially in certain cultures, mm-hmm. and I'll just give an example of the black culture. Mm-hmm. We tend to allow um, our parents grace, which we should. You know, we're supposed to respect our parents, uh, mothers and fathers. But at the same time, we cannot negate the truth, um, the truth of the matter. And sometimes I think uh, just because we love them mm-hmm. that we have to negate the truth. Fact. And so, um, so just disclaimer, I'm not talking about anybody's parents. Love my mom, love my dad, love my grandparents. Um, um we all we're living life, so everybody didn't get it right. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but um, but man, wanted to pose a question. I, I'll pitch it to you, and yeah. then uh, and then I, of course I will answer as well. Man, did f- effects maybe young or old? Did it possibly have on either your relationships, not just you know with mm-hmm. lo- romantic, but just in general, like in general, with uh, yeah. friends and stuff. Uh, so good question. So easy way for me to go just to kind of give them some background about them, both of my parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for um, the woman who birthed me, Shirley Diane, she is a product of Bowley, Oklahoma, many siblings. Uh, and then, of course, James Mukes, he is a product of Guthrie, you know. So definitely for my pops, grew up on the farm. He had multiple siblings as well. Um, and, you know, he was raised, well, pardon me, he was born in 1942. You know what I mean? So he was definitely in that harder, older times, you know, of of growing up and seeing racism, especially in a different type of way, you know, just so I can kind of tag that to him. And then for my moms, of course, she grew up in Bowley and anybody who know Bowley. Bowley was a small, poor town, um, not a lot to do in Bowley at all. And she had me when she was 29, but she had my sister when she was 16. So for me, I think the things that I learned from my pops was just a work ethic. It's just something crazy about you're going to grind no matter what, mm-hmm. no matter if you're sick, no matter if you hurt, you got to get up and you got to grind. Not only just because 
you my son, but because you're a black man and I see potential in you and what you can do. Uh, for my moms, I think she kind of she put the spirit of God in me. Right. That spiritual thing of understanding that even in your worst hour, there's nothing wrong with prayer. Um, and I think I'm very thankful for for both those parts. Now, the negative. Right. Um, I can say growing up, they gave me what I needed and I love them for that. Mm-hmm. But the same token. I think there's always going to be that emotional aspect because of how hard they were working that I might have never fully got. Um, Mm. You know, there wasn't those long talks about the girlfriends. There was no talks about how you can handle a situation, things like that. Um, And I and I understand now that they wanted to provide a certain life for me. And I kind of accept that. So that's the good and the bad for me. What about yourself? Man, for me, um, it was interesting because, like, uh, and I'm going to go top down. So, yeah. like, uh, my grandfather, man, he was real. He provided that he was in the same area probably probably way before your dad, actually. But he was um, but he was in that era. You know, men were men. It's kind of like a, you know, they what they say is, you know, bond. You know, mm-hmm. it was straight up, man of their word type of situation, uh, which we're like that today. It's just. It's a little bit different, but uh, he had that emotional. T- he would explain stuff, mm-hmm. but he was the only one explaining. So it was like, um, and he wasn't around all the time either. And so I think, um, but great, great guy, you know, hard worker, um, taught me a lot. Um, and then my grandmother, same way, uh, work hard, entrepreneur, pull herself from my bootstraps, former single mother turned, you know, you know, bought a house when a woman could even buy a house back in those particular times. Um, went to nursing school, one of the first black at UCO, which is used to be, I think it was called Central State. Central State back in the day. Back in the day. So, mm-hmm. you know, b- big, you know, that's huge for me just to even know that that was that's something that she did. So, um, and then moms and, and, and pops, you know, they were two two different people. <laughs> Uh, my pops from you know from from Africa, and my mom, you know, she, she's city slicker, you know, from here. So you know, it's not like, uh, but she is country girl. So um, now they gave, I mean, they great people wasn't nothing. They worked hard too. Same kind of the same realm. I know they wanted to provide a, a better life uh, for me personally. Um, it was just the fact there was always those missing components. Right. But in in they they raised me, you know. It's just I didn't know those were missing components until I got older and started to see some of those things. Uh, but you don't, you can't ever like pose fault mm-hmm. on your on your folks because mm-hmm. it's like, man, they raised me. So, but at the same time, it was like, man, I needed to get to the root of of where I was messing up, and um, and there was some really like hard talks. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the negative side of that, um, my grandmother wasn't. She was, she was emotional, but at the same time, she more or less attributed to what she experienced instead of like the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but she carried that spiritual aspect. She always carried that, if nothing else. Um, and I loved her for that because she 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 kept me in line that way. But at the same time, it was like those missing pieces. Like, how do I carry this with me in every aspect of my life? And so, 
And not saying she was wrong. It's just, you know, you don't, if you don't know, you don't really do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, or if um, her previous, her, her mother or her father didn't teach her that, then it's kind of like, I can't follow her for that. Um, It's just up to me to carry that to my kids, you know, and, and fill those gaps. Um, Shameless plug, that's a... That's our sermon series right now. But anyway, <laughs> fill the gap. But uh yeah, so um and I don't know how that plays how that played a part in your life, like as far as your that lineage, that whole lineage there, like mm-hmm. um I know it does well for your work ethic, for right. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, relationship wise, where did it fit in, like as far as that goes? Like was it negative or positive? So I think when it comes to like just the overall scope of friends. I think it it helped in a positive light because anybody who's ever met my pops knows he can just be the life of the party, right? He's uh he's he's very wise, he's very very cordial. He yeah. has the jokes for days. Um but he never wants to see a person in the room not being happy. And I mean, I love that part of him. You know, that's that's just excellent. My mom's is the same way, you know, uh, if somebody just needs a moment of a time, a prayer or whatever, you know, I, I think that in a, in a positive light is, has been so aggressive, so great for me, uh, from a negative aspect, um, relationship wise, I do think I'm a lot like my pops when it comes to my relationships with women, because I lack at times of sharing my feelings and my emotions because I'm so in tune to try to be the best the best employee I can be, right? To always be on time, to always know X, Y, Z, because I just have this hunger for being great, you know? Mm. And that's the good and the bad to it. Um, For my mom's, you know, not from a Zodiac standpoint, but, you know, she's a Sagittarius. And I think the emotional aspect of how when I finally am hooked, not to, you know, not to contradict my previous statement, but when I am finally hooked, my emotions allow for me to stay do stay during a time when I probably should walk away. Mm. And that's kind of the good and the bad for me. But, but what about yourself? Yeah, I would, I would probably say my, my dad he was very stern, um, borderline perfectionist. No, nah, not even borderline, he perfectionist. Uh, and then you come over to my mom. My mom is just my mom. She don't even like. She just she want them life livers. Fall forward, work hard, wants to enjoy. You know. So, um, from a positive sense, I got that. Um, no fear from my mom. Like I, I had no fear. Like I do whatever I want. You know, uh, without you know concern. Um, but at the same time, had pops. He was super, super like super conservative. Like, like allowance was twenty dollars a week. He come back with nineteen ninety nine. So I don't even know where the penny went. I don't even know where the penny went. So, like, <laughs> he was a stickler for like for that. So learned a lot from him. Uh, but some of the stuff, like the emotional part of it, like man, the, or the nurturing. I should say nurturing. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't there. And so I saw a lot of that seep over into my relationships personally because at some times I just wouldn't even care. Like, I'd be like, mm. you know, like, uh, even though I should step in to maybe, you know, nurture the situation, mm-hmm. sometimes I'd be, like, mute and kind of disconnected, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. But um, uh, and then from my mom's 
negative part of it. It was like um, just to pose my will. Mm. And sometimes your will ain't it, it's supposed to be, especially if it's supposed to be collective, like direction with your spouse or even with your friends. It that doesn't work. Like when you're just only trying to, you know, do what you want to do. Like it's it doesn't work like that. So um, I saw that and I was like, man, that's not a good, not really a good trait to have. Um, so def- definitely had to correct that mm. um, real quick. Um, but it created a cycle, or that, or it was a cycle that was created long before I was even born. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to understand that too. And so to break a cycle, you got to understand where it was rooted from. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, um, so I definitely see what you, what you're saying on, um, on the negative and positive aspects of that. So it's not like, um, nothing against my parents. It's just, oh, yeah, for a fact. it's just what happened. And, yeah. and, and if I didn't break it down, then it would just keep going. And so that was the biggest thing. Like I wanted to make sure that I just broke certain cycles, man. If not all of them, like if I can, like that way I won't carry it any further, but yeah. So let me ask you this. What is one trait that you admire about each parent? Man, I will say, um, with, uh, with my dad for sure. Um, it's consistency. Mm. Dude was super consistent. Um, and, uh, and very like, um, Balanced when it came to thoughts, like he didn't make just bad decisions. Super even killed, right? Yeah, very yeah. even killed. Didn't make bad decisions. Um, is very consistent. Like, uh, and it really for my mom. Um, the loving aspect. Mm-hmm. She was loving. Um, and very um, like very into discipline. Like she discipline, like for real. Um. And understanding, like, if we have dreams, like, that's, I push you towards your dreams. Mm-hmm. Do whatever it takes to push you towards that. She was big on that. So, so and experiences. Mm-hmm. Like, she was, she was big on experiences. So, she would take me everywhere. She, everywhere I, we could go, travel and all this stuff. So, yeah. What about you? Man, uh, so for my pops, his best trait, man, to be real is, Besides cooking. So I think <laughs> any, anybody who ever met my pops just know Damn. when it come to cooking, it's, it's it's like hands down. You know, he can see something on TV one time and it'd be like, man, you know, let me just try to see what I can do with it. Uh, and even from the barbecue standpoint. But, um, man, his ability to be so likable, you know, mm-hmm. his ability to um, there's a. There's a woman he's been cooking for since I, I mean, probably since even before I was even thought of. And uh, I think her husband used to actually be the sheriff of Spencer. And I think she has to be almost 90 something years old, but he still cooks for any time that she calls. And to this day, every time I see how they interact and she'll come over there to me and she'll say, you know, yo daddy to this day is the best and only barbecue I ever eat. And it's not only just because it's good, it's the fact of the matter of how he makes my whole family feel when he comes over here. And you know that I admire that so much just to say to myself, to be able to walk into a room and still make the whole room light up and they don't know you, that's just amazing. 
It's nah, just amazing. It, it is. And um, yeah. for my mom's, her, her ability to continue to find a way to be positive is is crazy to me. And you know what? I always make jokes, um, especially a lot a lot of times when uh, you do talk to some Christians, and the first thing they'll just say is, "We gonna pray about it, baby. We gonna pray. We we gonna find a way. We gonna make. We gonna pray about it." And I'm just so I'm so enthralled at times when I hear her and she says that is that, you know, when she wakes up, the first thing she's probably going to say is I want to pray for my son and this ability to stay positive, to say no matter what he's going through, I know he's going to make a way for him. And I know my son is going to find that way. And I really just I really do admire that about her. Yeah, man. I mean, your dad, he, he the only person I know that I can I will let. Like it called me names. <laughs> it's, he's he a, got a nickname for me every time. Every time I see him. Yeah, I, yeah. Last time I talked to him, he even. Hey, uh, I seen no, I seen no Isaac. I seen him. I seen him at Home Depot one day. I was like, oh, okay, that's what's yeah, up. Yeah, man. I be always seeing him out somewhere. Like, I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> yeah. For hey, for a dude to be seventy five, he out here in these streets. I be like, dude, seeing him at Sam's. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he don't be calling me Isaac though. He be calling me something else. What he be hitting you with? Hey, big arms. Oh, yeah. uh, I can see. Like that. I like, bruh, every yeah. time. Yeah, but well, it, he only one that can call me. He, he called me names. But as you can see, him. I gave the producer a nickname in the first time I seen him. After yeah, after true. I heard him, dang y'all just. It's like, just the same. It's a part. Same. Of it's a part of me, man. And <sighs> now our producer will always be called Batman to me in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. He is a dark knight. Yeah, hey, with a bright soul. <laughs> Ah uh, man, that's actually a movie though. Is it? So. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie Foxx. Did you watch it? Great movie. Great right. movie. I might have to get on. I might have to get me some. I wasn't like, plus, I wasn't excited, but then I was like, man, somebody, somebody else told me about it, and I was like, I'm gonna watch it, man. Great gems. Hmm. Great gems in there. Like I was like, had me empowered. But yeah. Anyway, back to. I got you. I got actually, you. actually, yeah. he was dealing with the same thing too. Actually, in that movie, Jamie. Yeah, his so his character actually his was fighting um shame from his mother um after his dad died. Mm-hmm. And so his mother really didn't believe in his dream of being a, a musician. Mm. And so um but all she was doing is casting her insecurities on to him from something that happened to her in the past. Mm-hmm. And so uh it's kind of a segue. Uh Man, I know we're all trying to beat cycles. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we need to do. Um, um, so what have you done personally, like to just get rid of some old like cycles um, in your life? Yeah. So as I continue to try to be better at unpackaging things from the relationship with my parents, um, so with the things I've learned from my pops, it's cool to work it's cool to be that guy but i think what he always used to lack in um was just the communication aspect of knowing just to talk you know what i mean so so my parents they got married when i was seven and then got divorced when i was 17 so it kind of was in that era where seven i thought james was just superman you know what i mean I'm, i'm looking at this dude and um you know, he was just an all-star to me. Uh, 
you remember that preschool off of 4th Street. Uh, so this is for definitely for Oklahoma City folks here. But you remember the preschool off of 4th Street, uh, off, uh, off of Lottie in my neighborhood, the big school that they found. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I remember I was playing AAU ball. And I was seven years old and my pops, uh, they had this parent thing where they let all the parents hoop for whatever. Right. And at this time, my daddy would have to been 49, maybe 50, maybe about 50, 51. And James came out there, still had the jerry curl out there hooping. Mm. I mean, out there hooping. Ain't even barely jumping off the ground. And I mean, he out here killing 30-year-old daddies out there. Wabba, 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 wabba. I'm like, oh, mm. oh, oh, oh. But, you know, he was my hero because he didn't come to any of my games. He never... And I mean, and I'm not saying this in a negative way because I get it now. You know, he was doing this to provide us with a, a particular type of lifestyle. But in that moment, he was my hero because everything that he couldn't come to, I got to see it right there. Um, so I try to fix myself now, understanding that you got to take time. You got to you got to enjoy your friends. You got to enjoy you got to enjoy your girl. It's, it's like things that you have to do. And and I've taken that part And from my mom's, I think. She's taught me how to. She's taught me how to talk, like really talk to people, even after I'm angry. Uh, and I think I used to just be horrible at that back in the day. Like after I was irritated, I was like, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like it ain't no more bless your heart. None of that. It was just like, I'm good. And uh, just to have the ability to now take a step back and realize. Hey, it's it's all good. You know, we. We still can be cool. We can still have some type of conversation. I think that's what I was able to get from my moms. What yeah. about so? Yeah, man. Um, I think um, I really had to understand like <laughs> who my parents were. <laughs> were man. Um, through some, of course, counseling. Um, I don't say therapy, not counseling, but therapy. Uh, I had to have some tough conversations. Now, of course, I couldn't have any conversations with my pops because you know he passed away, but. Um, well, my mom, I did have some really tough conversations. Um, I never tried to focus on the negative, but I seen a lot of, um, I felt like me just balling that up, it really didn't help. So a lot of that is I had to unpack, just like you were saying, I had to unpack all that um, just to kind of see why, you know, why these things were affecting me. And, um, but it wasn't until like something catastrophic happened that you know I had it. It made me start to like really figure out who I am, mm -hmm. like because that was important to me at that point. And I was like, I'm not gonna keep messing up. Like I, I don't want to keep going down the same path, the same road. So, um, so yeah, all of that had to had to be unpacked, man. And so I started seeking like uh, help and. And um, figuring out things, and uh, when I did have those conversations with my mom, man, it was, it, it was tough. I ain't gonna front. Uh, it was tough, um, but I knew that I loved her so much that if I didn't get get to the bottom of it, it would hinder me for a long time. And I didn't want to get old, and now I'm, you know, realizing when I'm like fifty, sixty, mm -hmm. I didn't want to wait that long. So, no, I feel you, man. So did what I need to do. It was just, uh, but it's working that too. So I know a lot of people out here, man, and this is for people that are hurting. Anybody listening to this, man, if you're hurting, like, trust me, there is, you're not the only one. 
right. you are not the only one. Like, we come from a generation of parents that, man, they felt like they were out of the woods when it came to, like, the civil rights part of it. Mm-hmm. And so entitlement was there. And uh, and I hear a lot of um, a lot of parents tell me that man, we were pushing our kids to go to school, get a degree, get out, get a job, but none of them ever mentioned, you know, or would push the narrative of like, no, you really need to hone on who you are mm-hmm. to be a better person, because degrees, money, all that stuff can come. That comes. That's not even a, you know, like a big deal. It will come. But the fact that you wanting a family, you know, being a wife, being a husband, those things, man, that stuff had to be that needed to be taught. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, even uh, how to handle your emotions, um, how to handle conflict and things of that nature, that stuff needed to be taught. So um, I just think we we got a little bit entitled and and you can you can challenge me on on that opinion, you know, too. But um, that's just from my 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 point of view. Um, and just sitting back and just kind of reflecting. Yeah. I just think we got entitled. My grandparents, um, didn't have the luxury of that. Right. So my, the instruction that came from them were, was very genuine and it, but I didn't cling to that. For some reason, I cling to my parents and what mm-hmm. they did, you know, how they did things and, and, um, and as a result of that, my parents were divorced. Right. And so that um, let me further know kind of the issues that, you know, that they were dealing with um, were real. But at the same front, they could have been mended if there was no pride there mm-hmm. or entitlement. So it's that's a whole deep another situation. But uh, but yeah, so I mean, what, what are your thoughts about that? You know, just as far as like how we're raising our kids now or how people raise their kids uh, so I think at this point in time, it's for people who can actually be real with themselves and have real life conversations. For one, I definitely do think that we we're having kids way, way too young. Um, we're not putting forth the right effort of saying. Before I make this decision, I need to make sure that the relationship I do have with this individual is strong enough so we can walk through this together. And even for those who do the single parent thing, I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. But you still have to be even killed to have a have an ability to handle your work, your personal life and still be a parent. And at times, I think that's that's what used to hurt me back in the day, um, even when they still were together, was because it was such of a strain on trying to make sure that we kept what we had. Right. Um at times those conversations didn't come about. It wasn't uh, to this day. Like I say, I still, I know I've hugged my pops three times and I'm 36 years old. I have hugged James Mukes three times. And do I think that affects me a little bit? Uh, Cause I, I'm, I'm extremely guarded at times. I, I think at times I, I feel a certain type of way about how, I can communicate with people really, you know, and then overall, I just think people continue to allow themselves to be stressed out about things that have no, nothing that has anything to do with their life, you know, and in this generation with cell phones, social media, yeah, everything is so much more pressing because it's right in your hand. But in reality, 
you you letting something like that press you and stress you for no apparent reason when the real person that you need to make whole is this other human being that you have in your life, either for your relationship with your significant other or your child. So I think I would hope that eventually if I ever do have children, um, which God knows I pray it's not a boy because uh, mm-hmm. a junior version of me would just be, oh, Lord. But uh, I mean, you're probably going to get a boy now. I, I, I feel like with my life, it's going to be nothing but girls. But <laughs> um, with that being said, is, is that one of the first things I want to do is just really make sure my child knows that you're the most important thing to me in this world. And at times, I think the way that we were raised at times you didn't feel that way because it was so much going on that they didn't have that time to really develop us emotionally, develop us from even from a spiritual standpoint, you know, because I think we all know, like when back in the day, we used to go to church Sunday night, Monday night, Wednesday night, and don't let it be choir rehearsal. Then you're going to be there Friday. So, mm-hmm. you know, we were going to church, but even as a, as a youth, you never, you never fully developed that spiritual mind because there were so much other things that you had going on. You know what I mean? Especially for, I mean, for me, I know, I had a lot of, you know, text and start, you know, start, start seeing women differently as a young man. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm seeing pigtails differently. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see what you're doing with the mouthful bottoms. All right. You know what I mean? Hormones kicking in. Or it was like my daddy said, I started smelling my pee. I was, you know, ready. <laughs> I was ready. So, but yeah, I, I do agree. There's a, there's a gap in teaching our kids how to be emotionally sound, not being afraid to speak up and, and, and tell us when something's not right. I think that was a gap in my life for sure. Um, and I think over time, especially with this podcast and, you know, all the, uh, all the friends I've developed or probably not developed, but I've grown with in the past 10, 15 years. I've really been able to open myself up and have conversations and say, you know, they might not have been the greatest parents in the world, but they gave me everything that I needed to be strong enough as a man to walk through life. Uh, absolutely. Right, wrong, or indifferent, you know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. That's um, funny, too, because I, um, I will talk about, like, ways that you can actually, like, you know, um, take steps towards, you know, bettering yourself. Uh, I know for one, we already talked about it, but therapy, definitely. Oh, sure. Like, go on, go on ahead and just lob that up and go go talk to somebody. Yeah. Um, it's always good to have a non-biased opinion, too. Mm-hmm. That's why you really want to talk to a therapist because, I mean, they don't know you. They don't care about you. They just here to really just help you unpack all that um, get just get it out of your mind, get it out of your brain, mm-hmm. and heal from it. Mm-hmm. Like so, that's all. That's their whole job. Um, um, and I would probably say another way, maybe just um, have conversations, uncomfortable conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there's a feeling, uh, especially after therapy. Therapy will bring some stuff up that you might not like, and you might want to have them conversations with either your parents or whoever that person that hurt you. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Um, you have anything to add to that? Uh, yes, because me personally, I feel like the pandemic created a spotlight on so many little issues. Mm-hmm. It made you really take a look at how you were having conversations with people. And for me, I think it made me really understand that, you know, I miss my mama. 
you know, and, and my mama is here. I mean, hell, she stay in your neighborhood. Uh, I don't even, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even really go holler at my mama like that. Um, and it made me really look at myself and say, what type of son are you? Um, and when it came to my siblings, I was even like, what type of brother are you? Um, but I, I think because I wasn't allowing myself to have those deep conversations with my moms, it's what held me back from really understanding how much I adore her and I appreciate her for being my mom. You know, you know, she damn sure couldn't answer no al no algebra question back in the day, but even still, she still was my band aid. She was my comfort. She was the person who cooked for me. She did everything for me for truthfully 17 years of my life. And I think I devalued that because of those moments of just being young. Mm. And now the older I become, I still hold, I hold on to things that happened when I was at that time frame or when she left my pops. And in reality, I never allowed for myself to heal because I thought she left me. She didn't leave James. Mm. And, yeah. uh, it, it mean, you know, it mean, it hurts his day, but I think the things that helped me through that, you know, to your point was having those conversations and really looking at myself and saying, you have no problem of blaming everybody else around you, but you're not looking at yourself, mm. you know? Um, and with, with my pops, James is going to be James, you know? Uh, one of his other traits that I think I take after is the fact of the matter that I can bottle something up and I'm just going to keep going because you don't pay these bills here. You don't move this truck. You don't put gas in this truck. You don't, you, you know what I mean? And it's just yeah. like, I took that from him. So right, wrong or indifferent. I think, yeah. uh, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things. Yeah. I mean, I think that's good. Cause really, you know, I, adult situations, man, how kids view it, how kids uh, view adult situations. Um, I think that's a big part of like, you know, like you were saying, like she left, she was leaving your dad, but she, you know, you felt like, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I think a lot of times when I, um, saw him for talking to our mutual friend, Kerwin, and I know a lot of these kids that he works with, man, they see stuff that they shouldn't see, you know, and I know that, Parents sometimes it's not their fault, but sometimes it is, and and um, just because of the situations that they put themselves in, not understanding that their kid is also involved in that, maybe indirectly, mm -hmm. but they still feel the effects of what's happening around in their environment. And so I, I've seen that before. I've even, you know, been in a situation where my dad was like, you know, completely off his rocker, mm -hmm. you know uncommon of like the way I explained who he is but um but that's because of alcoholism and uh flip, you know flipping out and stuff like that so um you see those and you 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 feel that trauma from those situations and you just try to uh, that's probably one of the reasons why I don't like drink like that mm -hmm. like I I you know trust me and have some drinks with folks <laughs> But, you know, it's just, I, but I, I just can't get to that point, man. And I and I always had that in the back of my head, like, nah, I can't get to this point mm -hmm. ever. Like, don't ever want to get to that point uh, where you're uncontrollable, you know, uh, because you don't know who it will affect around you. And That's so I was, those are some of the traumas that you have to deal with. Now, of course, he ain't here 
to deal with it, but I still had to deal with it in uh in such a way. So um man, so but anyway, we're about to wrap up. Mm-hmm. But I just um just wanted to just let everybody know, man, like hey, just don't live life alone out here. You know, it's um there's ways to be helped, you know. And so, um, do you have anything to add? Last, last. Uh, no, man. I just I fully agree with you. Um, you know, just to piggyback off that, I never be afraid to have those conversations. And I, and I think we say this all the time. Um, find someone who is unbiased. That probably is the better, but better way to go. But if you do have a strong circle and you understand that they can yeah. have that conversation with you, you know, start there. Yeah, start but there for you. Be real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Nobody is perfect in this world. Nobody. And what we learn as children, I mean, it still affects us to this day. Um, so some of those conversations you have to have, uh, and you never know. I mean, I probably need to have a lot of conversations with Diane and James. And um, even today, it's made me open up my eyes of some more stuff that I probably need to talk about. Yeah, which is good, man. Uh, same, same here. I There's a whole bunch of stuff that you still... And I and I say I had these conversations before, you know, it's too late. Yeah. Because um it, it can still be stuck to you even after they're gone. Mm-hmm. And so um I, I encourage that. But uh definitely want your opinions on this, man. Um, you know, let us know. Mm-hmm. Just follow us on Instagram. Uh check us out on the podcast on there's a I think there's a comment section on there. On the podcast or Spotify, there's, there's a comment section on there. So please, yeah, just put your comments in there and let us know what you think about um, this particular episode. And and we will definitely catch you next time. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you for hopping in the DM. Peace. Peace.